The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, I am sure at this stage you will have seen uh, the news on Alzheimer's research that physicians and experts working in this area have hailed as possibly the beginning of the end in the search for effective treatments after a new drug was seen to reduce memory decline among patients in the initial phases of the disease. Professor Sean Kennelly is a consultant physician in geriatric medicine at Talley University Hospital, and he joins me now. Sean, you're very, very welcome to the show. What more can you tell us about this research? Um, so I think it's, it's, it's a milestone day, really, within, with regards, uh, you know, our understanding as to what are the, the limits that we can go to with regards to Alzheimer's disease. Perhaps the most important thing is with this new medicine uh, and the results that were announced today of this drug, Lacanumab, is that we were able to interfere with the proteins and reduce the proteins uh, building up in the brain that cause Alzheimer's disease and as a result, slow down cognitive impairment. Um, so it's really the first time that we've been able to demonstrate that uh, definitively we will be able to come up with treatments for Alzheimer's disease and who knows one day we may be able to prevent it altogether. And tell me a little bit more about the science at work here. I mean, how does this treatment work? In what way is it effective? So Alzheimer's disease, and we should bear in mind just actually the scale of the issue with regards to dementia. About 65,000 people in Ireland are living with dementia at the moment, and about 75% of those people are living with Alzheimer's disease. Um, There's about another 150,000 people in Ireland with mild memory symptoms or who are at imminent risk of developing Alzheimer's disease. So it's a huge issue. And Alzheimer's disease is caused by the buildup of two proteins, beta amyloid and tau, within the brain. Uh, And those proteins build up in the brain about 20 years before we get evidence of any symptoms. So we have a large window of opportunity. But heretofore, we weren't able to come up with any treatments that could reduce those proteins and therefore reduce the the downstream effects that they cause and the damage to the brain, which ultimately leads to memory loss and the other symptoms we see with with Alzheimer's disease. So what this protein lecanamide does is it removes that protein amyloid from the brain and as a result reduces the impact of that other protein tau as well. And do we know, because I, I, I mentioned that, you know, it is shown to reduce memory decline among patients in the initial phases of the disease. I mean, is, is that a reflection of, of, of the work that has happened heretofore or a reflection of where and when the application of the drug will be successful, if you understand the meaning? Yeah. yeah. So for the last 10 or 15, you know, certainly for the last 10 years and almost 15 years, we've realized that we need to intervene much earlier in the course of the disease. So we know these proteins build up over 20 years. So so the main focus has to be on trying to develop um, treatments that we can use at that stage. So the people who were recruited into this study would have been people with uh, mild Alzheimer's disease or what we call mild cognitive impairment, where you have mild memory symptoms, but with no functional loss. Um, and as a result, uh, you know, what you're trying to do is is prevent disease progression. And that's what this drug has demonstrated is it reduced disease progression. And what was really reassuring is it reduced it across a large number of measures. So it reduced it from the point of view of disease severity. It, it improved uh, or reduced the cognitive decline. Uh, it improved quality of life as reported by carers and, and individuals taking it. And also it, it improved functional ability. So right across the board and all those metrics that we would look at uh, for a medicine like this, it was, it was quite positive. You might give us a sense um, of the scale of research that's going on in this area, Sean, because you mentioned, you know, how many people, over 65,000 living with Alzheimer's uh, in Ireland at the moment, similar numbers, you know, right across the Western world where populations are older and getting older again. And because of 
all of the complications that Alzheimer's brings and all of the ancillary treatments then that are necessary because of those complications. I assume that there is research going on on a whole host of different fronts. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be over in San Francisco at the meeting where these uh, results were announced. And there's another three days worth of uh, trial readouts from other studies. You mentioned that, you, you know, that some researchers have said this is the beginning of the end. I think this is the end of the beginning. I think this is our first realization, um, as we would have hoped for, for many years, that Alzheimer's disease is a treatable and hopefully one day preventable condition. Um, but in, in reality, uh, it will take two, maybe even three years before this uh, medicine will will be widely available within Ireland and we have an awful lot of work to do to get our clinical services set up in such a fashion that we could deliver this medicine. But in the intervening period, I would expect that we will have some more agents that will come through over the next two or three years that we'll be able to add to our artillery to, to combat this, this condition. Oh, well, Sean, uh, sorry, th- th- but that's really encouraging to hear because sometimes when we talk about these uh, stories in the media, you know, it turns out that, you know, maybe some experiment was done in kind of a university lab on a single rat and people get excited because it's a headline in a newspaper. Two to three years, people might be actually benefiting from this treatment. Yeah, no, I mean, so this was, to put it in context, this was a trial of 1,800 individuals that went on over 18 months across multiple continents of people with mild Alzheimer's disease. And that's where the readout from this results are coming from. from. So this is, you know, while it's done within a clinical trials and clinical trials are always controlled, um, this is very much real evidence and this is very much strong evidence, which is why there is this excitement today. Um, but there is also other compounds that are coming through. I think our big challenge is going to be getting our systems ready to, develop, to deliver this medicine. It's an infusion-based medicine. Um, it's given in doses every two weeks and we need good access to MRI scans and, and, and other um, advanced imaging to be able to measure the outcomes for it. Um, that's going to be the main holdup. The FDA will probably be licensing this medicine in January. The European Medicines Agency will probably license it in 2023. Um, and I mean, people in the US will probably be able to receive this medicine as early as February or March this year. Wow, that, that is really incredible and I think really encouraging and I'm sure lots of families up and down the country listening to this will take much encouragement and and, uh, and sucker from it. Uh, but can I just ask you about the services you mentioned that we need to have in place? I mean, let's imagine for a moment this was approved and on the shelf, as it were, in Ireland in January or February or March uh, of the coming year. Would we have the services there would be the systems in place to apply yeah so unfortunately i mean very few hospitals would be in position to deliver it it requires so so the people um who were included in this study had very um detailed uh if you like workup where we you know were able to identify that they had this protein in their brain that requires things like um, what we call a, a spinal fluid or, or an advanced scan called a PET scan, an, an amyloid PET scan, which has only recently become available in Ireland. Um, and, and then there is there needs to be access or very good access to MRI scans looking for side effects, because one of the side effects of this medicine, it can sometimes make some of the blood vessels a little bit leaky. Um, and while that's mostly asymptomatic and well managed, we do need access to MRI scans. And anybody who's tried to get an MRI brain scan or an MRI of any scan of anything over the last while we realize we can often have significant waiting lists for that. So access to imaging, infusion rooms, um, and a whole system shift, if you like, to be able to deliver this, uh, this, these therapies, because I think this is the first of hopefully several, um, is, is going to be required. 
Well, uh, listen, it is good news. We need to get all our ducks in a row, as you say, but good news nonetheless, and it's great to hear it. Uh, Sean, thanks a million for talking us through all of that uh, so clearly and comprehensively. Professor Sean Kennelly is a consultant physician in geriatric medicine at Talla University Hospital, and as he says, he is in San Francisco uh, at this event, at these meetings, where these uh, milestone results uh, have been announced. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.